0: Welcome to the Walking Down Main Street podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Coasters and Castles Travel. Coasters and Castles Travel has travel advisors in more than 35 states. We call our travel advisors vacation specialists. Our advisors can have specialties from theme park travel, ocean and river cruises, and all-inclusive resort travel. Our advisors travel frequently to better get to know the destinations our guests would like to travel to and regularly keep up with destination training. Our advisors do not charge a planning fee, so it costs our clients no more to book with us than it would to book direct with the supplier. For more information, go to www.travelcnc.com, that's T-R-A-V-E-L-C-N-C.com. For a no-cost, no-obligation quote, we can also be reached by phone at 844-422-8785. Let me introduce everyone. I am Lynn Macalini, co-owner of Coasters and Castles Travel. We also have April Botta, co-owner of Coasters and Castles Travel.
1: Hi everyone. So excited to be talking travel with you. And then we are also joined by Whitney Maddox. She is a senior vacation specialist with Coasters and Castles Travel. Hello friends!
0: We will be bringing you an episode each week. We will have topics related to Disney destinations, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, cruising, and fun and sun vacations. We love travel and want to share our experiences with you. Welcome back to the Walking Down Main Street podcast. We do want to thank you again for those likes, shares, and subscriptions uh, to the podcast and to the YouTube channel. And just a reminder that the YouTube channel does have selected podcasts and some vlogs that April is doing. So tonight we are uh, going to be talking about uh, dining in Walt Disney World and Universal. And Whitney is back with us tonight. She took a week off. And uh, so we're going to start with April. April, can you share a little bit of your experience with dining in Walt Disney World?
1: Yes. So we were able to take advantage of Minnie's Halloween Dine, which was at Hollywood and Vine in Disney's Hollywood Studios. And previously, this was a buffet dinner with characters. And now because of COVID, self-serve buffets just don't exist. So it was a pre-fixed menu, so a pre-priced for adults and children. And you could pick a salad, an entree, and a dessert. And so the the room, I mean, being for Halloween, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't more decorated. It just had some very simple, basic decorations and otherwise looked fairly sterile. And when you first walk in, it does have a backdrop. So you can take a selfie. There is not a photographer there. And you can't ask a cast member to take a picture of you with their with your phone you have to do the selfie in front of the backdrop and then you're escorted to your table and once you're seated at the table you can remove your mask and you can have it off until you leave the table so if you get up to use the restroom or to walk around the restaurant you do have to put your mask back on that's important and this was a dinner with mickey minnie goofy and pluto all dressed in their halloween costumes so that was really cute you know Previous to COVID, characters would be able to come up to your table, you could give them a hug, you could get an autograph, but that is not the post-COVID world, unfortunately. So the characters do travel around the restaurant, and they'll pose at a distance and let you take lots of distanced pictures. So you still could get a selfie with them in the background, or you know you can get up and kind of stand socially distanced in front of them to get a picture, so that way the character is in the picture. But it is a little different now, and some restaurants are offering autograph cards, you know, pre-signed cards that are manufactured, but they didn't offer one for this meal. And then for the meal, we had a salad, and then I had prime rib, which was fatty, but it was okay. And Lynn had roast turkey, and hers was okay as well. I mean, Hollywood and Vine, historically, hasn't really been known for great food, Uh, It's been okay, and and the meal was okay. Dessert was really good. It was a creme brulee, which, you know, is yummy anyway. Um, But overall, it was really nice to have, you know, a somewhat normal experience. They do have the tables socially distanced, so there's fewer tables in the restaurant, and then you do have empty tables where guests will not sit in between travel parties. So you are distanced to try to keep you safer. And, you know, so it, it's a different experience, but at least familiar enough that it felt good to be out in a restaurant. And um, certainly it was nice to be inside and in air conditioning because it was a really, really hot day. Um, so overall we enjoyed the experience and we love the characters. I know for Christmas they're doing the characters in Christmas attire. So that it would be really fun to see. Um, and, you know, If you need to get a Mickey fix, it's a great way to do it. And you have a nice dinner along with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can get pictures with the characters if you happen to be the one sitting on the outside. So for instance, the table we had was half booth, half chair tables. And so Mickey came in uh, and the characters came in behind you, probably about six feet behind you. And then you could do a selfie from your table if you happen to be on that side. Um, and then as far as the food goes, um, mine was definitely a little saltier than I like. Um, and I would liken it to the quality of the turkey that they have at um, was at Garden Grill. Um, so it's not as good as the turkey that they have at um, Liberty Tree Tavern, which is a much better uh, quality turkey uh, dinner. Um, and, you know, I think I don't know. I've not eaten there before. That was my first time eating there. So I'm not sure how much the menu is pared down, even though it was uh, used to be a buffet. But I'm sure that they, you know, have similar things they can put on the plates, you know, for a price fix menu. Um, but I'm not sure how much was taken away because a lot of the the menus for sit down meals and for quick service are um, limited. Just because where there's a limited number of people in the park, I'm sure they don't want to have too much extra food around that they're not able to actually, you know, cook and serve. Um, so Whitney, I know you did some sit down restaurants while you were in Walt Disney World. What was your experience?
2: Um, so one of the ones that I did was also character and it was the Topolino's Terrace breakfast, which is at Riviera. And, um, I didn't do it this past trip, but a couple of trips ago. And, we had a great time at that one. I The food there is so delicious. I still haven't had dinner there, and I would love to eat there for dinner. But the breakfast was absolutely amazing. And um, the characters there were Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy, which I just think is so cute. And they're all in like their little um, like painter and sculptor and dancer and poet outfits. And they're just super cute. And I felt like they came around... Many, many times. I don't know if you guys had that same experience at Hollywood, but they did a circle around probably three ish times. So we had plenty of time to kind of switch seats quick and get our selfies and our pictures that we wanted. Um, so that was a really good experience. I almost preferred that to normal character dining because I felt like I mean, granted, I did not have my kids with me on this trip. I was character dining by myself and Lindsay. <laughs> but. um I, f- I didn't feel like if my kids had been there, it would have been quite as like rushed and crazy because normally you're like telling them to like shove their last bit of food in their mouth and stand up and wipe their face so they can get up and get ready for that picture. And it's like crazy. So I think that uh, I tried really hard to get a reservation for that last trip uh, with the girls, but I, I couldn't find one that worked okay with our schedule. So I think that they will enjoy that though, not it, not being so crazy when that, when we get to do that again. So I'm looking forward to more character stuff opening and, um, I think it's a good system that they have going on. But, um, other than that, I, I mean, I've, we ate at a few different restaurants. We ate, um, in the Mexico pavilion at San Angel Inn. That was delicious. Um, we've had Skipper Canteen in the last couple trips and I just, you know, I I like how you check in on your phone, uh, before your reservation. And then you get a text that says, you know, we're ready for you. They get you seated. Everything else is pretty normal there. You can take your mask off, as April said, at, when you're at your seat. Um, So it's a little bit of normalcy. Um, I will say, I feel like one of the hardest things is sometimes it's so hard to understand your servers, though, because especially the ones that have on the mask, and then they also have on a shield. And I just, I never realized how much I read lips until I can't read them. And so sometimes, and when it's loud and crazy in a restaurant, sometimes it's kind of difficult to, you know, understand what they're saying. And I felt like I kept having to say, what, what, sorry. Um, But other than that, I thought that the sit down dining was, was really good. We had, we had a lot of really delicious meals. So, and I did the same thing last week at Universal. Um, I mean, we ate at Antojito's. Uh, with my husband for his birthday, that was delicious. I thought it was, I did think it was funny because they make the homemade guacamole there and they come around to your table to do that. And the, like the setup for that now is like their plexiglass is all around their rolling cart. I don't know. I just, (laughs) it just makes me laugh. They're walking around with their little plexiglass cart, but um, everything was delicious there too. So we, we had a good time.
0: Yeah, I know when we ate at Skipper Canteens with you the last time we were down, um, I found it very difficult to hear the server yes. just from the music they were playing in mm-hmm. the restaurant. So I feel like they should take that into consideration during when people are wearing masks because you cannot hear the server. And yeah. I had never eaten it before and wasn't familiar with the, the menu. And I do have... Uh, food allergies. So that makes it challenging for me because I definitely have to ask some questions um, when I am ordering. So that definitely can be a challenge um, to that. Now, I know you ate at Wine Bar, George. Oh, yes, I did. Have you eaten there
2: before? I have not. I did a lot of new things this last trip. And of course, it was when Phil, once Phil got down there, he goes, Oh, wow, you've been eating real good cuz I we ate at like a different sit-down restaurant and then by the time he got there I was like quick service for everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz I was wondering if you noticed a difference in the menu. I'm sure there is a difference, but I didn't know if there was something specific that you, you know, might, might have wanted to get from the menu that you couldn't get.
2: Um, You know, I haven't eaten there before. Um, I've always wanted to. So I, I'm not sure how modified their menu is, but I will say uh, Lindsay, Melissa, and I split. They are the best, like, travel buddies because the three of us, like, love the exact same thing. So everywhere we just got, like, one of each thing or a couple appetizers and one entree and just split everything equally. And it was, like, very exciting to try, like so many things that I feel like you can't do that with just anyone because people have such different tastes. So we happen to really like all of the same things. And at Wine Bar George, we had uh, the chimichurri steak, which is served family style. <laughs> that thing is huge. Um, it it feeds like four people. So we got that. Um, oh my gosh, I'm like drawing a blank at what else we had. But oh, the brada cheese. Uh, I mean, everything was just, it was so good. We were we were amazed. We had a great experience there. We had a great server. Um, he, when he found out we were travel agents, he was like, oh, "Should I be like nervous? Are you guys writing a review on me?" And we're like, "No, we're, we're like, <laughs> you're good." <Literally laughs> know he's on a podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was awesome. I can't remember his name right now. Should have written that down so we could shout him out because he was he was a good server. It was a good time. Yeah, April and I ate at Edison. Oh yeah, I want to try. We that.
0: tried that for the first time. Um, it was a, it was, it's definitely a pricey restaurant. Um, so we actually chose to go with the burgers. Uh, as much as April wanted to try the candied bacon, she couldn't justify an eighteen dollar price charge.
2: Oh, <laughs> for I wish candied I was yeah. with you for that because I totally would have split that and that. I want to try that so bad, also.
0: Yeah, we did get burgers. I really thought the burgers were really good. Um, so it was definitely something that I was able to. I brought it back to the hotel with me, and literally ended up having that for my lunch the next day um, because we were in a conference the next day. So it was very handy to have that. And then our friend that went with us, she got the chips and guacamole, which April and I don't eat guacamole, but we did enjoy their chips. They make the homemade chips, so that was really good. Um, so in so thinking of quick service, um, April. Are there any specific quick service menus that you can think of that are definitely don't have your favorites on them?
1: You know, before I say that I do want to mention one other thing about the table service that is different now with the menus. So you don't have traditional menus. They give you a paper menu or you have a piece of paper on the table that has a QR code to scan with your phone. So you can pull up the menu on your phone and be able to order. So, the saver side of me loves the paper menus because then I can take it home and keep it. Um, but because it is a paper menu or just the code on your phone, it is the reduced menu. Now for quick service, I think the quick service restaurants are fairly similar in menus. I don't think the menus really have reduced because of COVID in quick service. Um, at least that I can think of everything I expected to find where we ate. I was able to find, I think the biggest difference with quick service right now is the fact that you have to mobile order. You cannot walk up to the register and place an order. Uh, And so that's a little different. And they don't allow you to come into the restaurant to even to sit down or, or walk in the door until your mobile order is ready. And then you can go in, get your food to the at the designated counter and then go find a seat. So I think the upside of that is there's no table saving. So downside for families, if you're trying to save a table, but upside, if you're trying to find one, you have better odds at finding a table now because you can't have random people in there sitting at a table. They have to be, they're going to be pretty much eating at that time.
0: Yeah. The one thing I think that is a little different with that um, is that, I mean, because they are limited, they cut the number of tables in half. You still can potentially have a hard time finding one. Um, But uh, I, and the other thing is is that if you want to get a cup of ice water or a cup of ice, you cannot add that to your mobile order. It's not an option. So you have to actually go and ask for it. And then the other thing you want to do, you know, and you have to order something else first, which I find that frustrating. But um, what was I going to say? My train of thought. Um, But I know that the quick service menu at um, Riviera, Is significantly pared down because they don't have the grilled shrimp they had before. So, and that was like my favorite thing. I could get grilled shrimp from the kids menu for seven ninety nine, and it was the perfect size for me, and it was delicious. So, I really miss having that. Um, And then, you know, I found that some of the things, some of the quick services, were more the um, more the same as other restaurants. Whereas I felt in the past it may have been a little bit more. Differences between them. So, pretty much anywhere you go, you can get a hot dog, you can get a hamburger, you can get chicken fingers or, you know, chicken nuggets or whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, that's pretty much on most of the quick service menus, and there's not a lot of deviation from that. So, I mean, there's a limited amount of things I can eat anyway in the parks. Um, so, it's a, it's a little bit more challenging to have quick service for me. Um, so, thinking a little bit of, oh, and that's the other thing is, is that like my phone will not read the QR codes. So sometimes it will work if I use the QR code reader and sometimes it won't, but the taking the picture of the QR code never works for me. So, you know what I mean? You you might just have to communicate with the restaurant if that is a problem and see if you can get a paper menu or if you don't have a smartphone. Um, There are still people out there that don't use them. So that, that can be a bit of a challenge um, with ordering for the table service menus. Um, So, April and I have been to Universal, but April th- went briefly the morning. We were just down there um, and she only got a snack. She didn't actually get any table service um, or quick service meals. Um, but Whitney, what was your experience in Universal with the, the dining?
2: Uh, we had great experiences there, too. It was, you know, similar to Disney. Uh, I did. They took a lot more like walk-ups, though, I feel. Uh, we didn't have an issue, you know, just getting in whenever we wanted to. Um, we ate at Antojitos. We ate at The Kitchen, which is the one of the table service restaurants that's at Hard Rock. Uh, that was our first night there. And there was like no one in there um, when we first got there. And then it started to pick up a little bit. Um, but, you know, the same thing. You get in, you have to have your mask on. You can take it off at your table. Uh, everything was, you know, quick and Easy. I feel like I feel like they gave me a menu there. Maybe they didn't. I I don't know. That was a long day of like I was out in the sun a lot, so I can't really remember what happened there. But um, <laughs> we had uh, we had some quick service meals inside the park too. I felt like it was super easy to order on the app there. Also on the Universal app, uh, we had some, you know, just picked up some snacks here and there around the park. And that was easy. Universal, I felt like a lot of their small snack areas were closed though. Um so I don't know. But we didn't have any trouble getting food when we when we needed it there. And the room service menu was actually really good there too. And going back to Disney real quick at Yacht Club, their room service menu looked delicious. We which we didn't really notice until towards the end of the trip, but Ale and Compass, which is one of their sit down places there, they have the option to order takeout from there on your app, which I thought was really cool. So we did that one night when we were coming back from the park and we were just really tired. We were going to go to dinner there and then the kids wanted to swim and the pool was open till 10. Uh, So we just did a quick order on there, and they got ready and went to the pool, and I went and grabbed it, and we just ate that out by Stormalong Bay, and that was – everything was packaged, you know, perfectly, and they gave us our silverware, and um, so we had a great experience with Ale and Compass. The food was delicious, and I I liked that you had that option to order takeout, basically, because they don't normally do that there. You know, they're not a quick service, so – um, you know, yeah. I couldn't, couldn't get that so fast and to go. So, I like actually,
0: we, we remember that when we ate in pirate not pirates in um Pecos Bills, mm-hmm. they were starting to take non mobile orders.
2: Yes, they had a line out there, yeah, with like
0: three or four lines yeah. for non mobile orders. And then, the, if you had mobile orders, somebody came and got you and brought you all the way around to the side of the restaurant that's closest to pirates, right. And you had to go in that way, which was really weird.
2: Yes. Yeah. And the biggest thing, we've probably mentioned this before here and there, but the biggest thing about Pecos Spills right now is their salad toppings bar is not open. Yes. It's like, oh, that's like my saddest thing. I love the toppings bar there. But I feel like they gave me a ton of all of those sides because they kind of had them already pre measured out into little bowls and they, you know, set you away with your sour cream and your tomatoes and lettuce and all that stuff. So I think they did a good job of making sure you still got what you wanted, but I do like,
0: the I top. used to love. Yeah. I used to love to get the mushrooms from there to put with my burger. Yeah. Cause I don't eat the Mexican stuff there. Um, yes. Food allergies, you know? Yeah. Um, so April, can you think of anything else that
1: we should add for the the dining? I think one thing that I find is disappointing right now is typically when my family goes to Disney, we eat at the food courts and the resorts a lot. Like at the Valley resorts, we do enjoy the food courts there, whether we're staying there or not. And the food courts are a different experience right now because you cannot go in and go in. There is no grab and go section. Those areas are closed. And so you... They do have the kitchen stations like normal, but you can't go to that area. So, again, it's just strictly mobile order, and it is a limited mem- menu, not like the previous menus in the food courts. And then once your order is ready, you go to a table, and everything will be in a big brown bag, and you just take your bag and you go. So that is one difference that's coming up. Um, that that has come about since COVID. And I, I don't love it because it's a disappointment. Being someone who is a bit of a picky eater, I like to be able to choose what I want to eat. And again, mobile ordering, it tends to be limited. And if you do have a resort refillable mug, there are cast members at the soda fountain machines that will fill a paper cup for you that you can then use to fill your mug. And you know, similarly at Universal, I bought a refillable mug in Universal And the team member did the same thing. They filled a paper cup that I could then use to fill up the cup that I purchased. Um, So that was a little different because uh, Universal has some souvenir cups that the first fill up is free with the purchase of the cup. And so I got one of the special cups. And then the team member filled it with a paper cup. So that's something that I know we've seen, you know, over the past few months traveling is there is no such thing as self-serve anymore. And I definitely miss the grab and go. I noticed we stayed at Caribbean beach resort um, last week and that was the same thing. They previously had a nice grab and go section in um, their quick service area. And that's just completely closed off now. And where um, many of the resorts In Disney, we'll have um, the Coke Freestyle machines. Those are closed and not able to be used. Whereas in Universal, you can use their Coke Freestyle machines. But if there are two machines side by side, there'll be one machine with a label on it saying, don't use this. And you can only use the one to try to keep guests socially distanced. So you don't have two guests next to each other at two machines. Um, So it's interesting to see some of the- And they have wipes there too. Yes, they have wipes to wipe off the machines as well. Um, and Disney just says, no, you can't use them, and they just have cast members that are pouring, you know, soda out of the fountains for you to fill up your cups. So definitely different experiences. Um, you know, one other interesting thing I just thought of is the plastic silverware dispensers are different now because of COVID, and I think I like them better because previously, like, when you, they have, like, big dispensers for plastic silverware, and the silverware would come out horizontally, So you just have to grab, you know, your fork or your spoon or whatever. But now the silverware pops straight out. So you just grab the handle. So there isn't a risk of touching like a second fork or something, whereas with the previous machine, you technically could touch other silverware that you weren't necessarily grabbing. So now they have these new dispensers where the silverware will stick straight out and you can grab the handle and take you know, your fork, knife, or spoon, whatever you were going for. So it was interesting to see that change, which I'm assuming was because of COVID, um, that that change was made because it came out at the same time. But who knows, maybe it was something they were already going to do anyway. When I was in Disney Springs
0: in September, we ate at Earl of Sandwich, and they had the weirdest fork and spoon and knife. Actually, it's a fork and knife combo. So basically, your your fork was part of your knife, and you popped it out. And I do have a picture of it. So, you know, if April does a, um, a YouTube video on this one, we can she can put that up there. But it popped the, the fork out of the knife. And so you had the outline of the knife, but the knife handle was hollow because that's where your fork was. And it was like the weirdest thing I've ever seen the, you know, it was almost like having the old fashioned spork, But it was two different utensils. You just pop one out. So that was kind of bizarre. Um, but then I think about the quick services that are at the hotels at Universal. And they didn't do mobile ordering there. When we were at um, Endless Summer, they didn't do it. And when we were at um, Cabana Bay, they didn't do it. When we were at Aventura, they didn't do it. You could literally go up and just tell them what you wanted, and it was almost like normal. They did encourage social distancing in that time frame, but you could still get the food separately, and it wasn't prepackaged into a bag. Um, So I... Anyone have anything else they want to add for dining changes and differences in Walt Disney World or U- Universal? April, do you have anything else you want to add?
1: Uh, one thing, actually, I do want to add is just a reminder. In Disney, you cannot walk and eat or drink. So that's a big dining change that, you know, you have to get accustomed to. Because if you are eating or drinking, you are able to remove your mask so therefore, you can't be eating popcorn and strolling through the park because then your mask will be off and you're strolling through the park. You have to be in a stationary area away from other guests to remove your mask to eat or drink. So important difference. Um, and that does include that they're not allowing you to um, remove your mask to eat or drink while you're standing in a queue line for an attraction. You're not supposed to do that either. So, one thing that I find is really easy is if I have a drink, I tend to have a straw. And it's really easy just to kind of slip the straw underneath your mask. And then you can drink. You're still covered. So, you're protecting other guests and everybody's happy. Or, you know, if you have a piece of popcorn, just kind of pop it underneath your mask and, you know, you kind of go on with your thing. So, but if you're eating an ice cream or something, you do need to stop what you're doing, go find an area off the path and stand there away from guests so that way you can remove your ass. Um, move your mask to be able to eat your ice cream or whatever else you're doing. So that is a big eating difference in the parks with COVID. And it's something important for guests to know as they're visiting.
0: And they do have that in an announcement constantly that while well, eating or drinking while stationary. So that is something new. And, and I we just heard that they have started enforcing that in queue lines now. Um, so that's even a little different than when we were down there. Um, Whitney, anything else you would like to add about the... Dining in Universal or Disney?
2: Not particularly. I It was different, but I have had no trouble getting all the food and drinks that I want while I'm down there. So it's just a little adapting that you have to do. You know, yeah. but I do like the I like the mobile order stuff. I feel like that just made everything easier. And even Phil was like, oh, this is I mean, I know you've been able to mobile order for a while, but I feel like we just never really used it. Normally we were just always going, going. So it was nice to have things like ready before, right when you got there. And, um, yeah. we enjoyed that. So the
0: only thing with universal's mobile order, and, and this may have changed since April and I were down there last is if you had the dining plan, you could not mobile order. Mm-hmm. And that was a challenge for us because it was one day I still had the dining plan left over from another visit and she didn't. So the rest of them mobile ordered and it, I, probably ordered 45 minutes after they did. And I was really frustrated because who wants to sit there and be the only one eating or you're holding everyone else up because you're Mm -hmm. waiting for your food. So um, that I didn't like. I heard they were working on it. So I just haven't heard if they've actually made the change yet or not. And okay, Miss April, go ahead.
1: And one other difference, Universal does still have their dining plans available to purchase right now. Walt Disney world does not have a dining plan available to purchase. So that's important to kind of know between the two that you can get a table service dining plan through Universal if you're a resort guest or a quick service plan for a resort guest or just a day guest. Whereas in Walt Disney World, still at this time, um, there are no dining plans and they have not announced as to when that will be reinstated.
0: Yeah. And I would definitely say if you've not used a dining plan in Universal before, make sure you talk to your travel advisor because they are handled completely differently. So there's a lot more flexibility with the dining plans in Universal than it is in Disney World. So uh, just let your travel advisor know and we can explain the difference. Okay, Miss April, do we have some news for the week?
1: We do have a little bit of news, and I think, well, the big news I'll start with is really with cruise lines. Now, I know we announced last week with the CDC that they did uh, stop their suspension of sailings. However, uh, cruise lines that are leaving from U.S. ports have really unitedly decided that there will be no cruises this year. So, cruises are suspended through the end of December. We do not know about January yet, but um, Disney Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, MSC, and so on, have all um, pretty much unitely decided that um, they will not cruise. And that's really just to ensure that their processes are up to date and a lot of them are doing kind of virtual sailings and testing out to make sure the procedures are going to work and keep all of the guests on board safe so they're taking the extra time to do what they can to make sure that when cruises do begin sailing that it'll be able to sail successfully so if you do have a cruise booked this year It's probably not happening. Well, it's not happening. And so I would definitely recommend reaching out to your travel advisor if uh, that has not been adjusted yet. I know Lynn and I had a cruise in December and that unfortunately is canceled. Um, So on to 2021, you know, there are some cruise lines. Norwegian has itineraries up to 2023. So even though cruising isn't happening this year, you can still dream about it and still make plans. So that I find is a really um, sanity point for me. And for Walt Disney World news, uh, minivans in Walt Disney World that provide service to and from Orlando International Airport uh, still are not available for booking and will remain so until further notice. So whether it's booked through a package add-on or as a standalone, minivan service is still not going to MCO important note Disneyland this is kind of our perpetual announcement and unfortunately I think it's going to continue to be so for a while so any guests that have Disneyland hotel reservations through November 21st are now asked to modify or cancel their reservation so that's unfortunate you know the Disneyland situation still has not changed um California theme parks have not opened yet and then, um, but they are doing something interesting in California. So even though the theme parks aren't open, uh, Disneyland has extended the downtown Disney di- district onto Buena Vista Street, which is part of Disney's California Adventure. So shopping and dining experiences on Buena Vista Street in Disney's California Adventure is actually opening as of a- November 19th. So something interesting. So even uh, Carthay Circle Restaurant is going to be offering the Carthay Circle Lounge El fresco dining. So you'll be dining outside, uh, but still be able to take advantage of their Mediterranean, California kind of light fare food with small plates that can be shared or enjoyed separately. And there'll be a seasonal menu to try out. So definitely worth checking out if you're in the downtown Disney District you can take advantage of that. That you have some more opportunities to at least be on the property there, get a little bit of a taste of Disney, literally and figuratively, and still enjoy it. So be sure to check out. And then um, one other note for that is beginning November nineteenth, there's going to be a ten dollar per per car fee for parking for downtown district, downtown Disney district in the symbol lot. So I'm not sure where that lot is in relation to the, the stores, but specifically it notes the symbol lot will have a $10 per fee parking fee. So something interesting there. And that's really it otherwise. It was otherwise a fairly quiet week as Halloween festivities kind of wore down. And now um, the theme parks are getting revved up for holidays and holiday decorating.
0: So we actually did have one more announcement in regards to Universal Orlando. Um, there are two... Uh, resorts that are going to be reopening. Uh, Portofino Bay is opening on December 1st. And for the first time, Endless Summer Dockside Inn is opening on December 15th. So uh, we are able to take reservations for those dates. So if you're going to be going down to Universal Orlando and you want to check those out, make sure to let your travel advisor know. Um, So we want to thank you ladies for a great chat tonight. And again, thank you to all for your likes, shares, and subscriptions. Uh, remember, we do want to hear from you. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. And that can be sent to info at TravelCNC.com. If you're on the Walking Down Main Street Facebook page, you can comment there as well on one of the posts that talk about these uh, podcasts going live. But we'd love to hear from you. So we wish you all a great night. Just a reminder to be sure to check out the Walking Down Main Street blog. Many of the agents from Coasters and Castles Travel write articles and share fun information. That can be found on walkingdownmainstreet.com or by searching Walking Down Main Street on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. If there is a topic you would like to have us talk about, please feel free to email us at infotravelcnc.com. That's T-R-A-V-E-L-C-N-C dot com. A quick note about our sponsor, Coasters and Castles Travel is a full service travel agency that specializes in Disney destinations, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, ocean and river cruises, and all inclusive resorts. The agency has been awarded the authorized Disney vacation planner status and the You Preferred Partner Program with Universal Studios. The agency was also honored with the President's Award with Travel Leaders in 2019. Minutes are precious, so until we meet again, enjoy them with your friends and family.